it gets awkward for me when she says something like big dicks hurt. Oh, no, 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 no. That's awful. They say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to another episode of Doubly Negative. I'm Chris, as always, here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Chris, I, I just noticed that you're so much more comfortable now. Before, when we first started, or even a little while in, you used to, like, a few times you do welcome to Doubly Negative, but it would not go so right. You would restart. And now yeah. you just, we start that recording and you just go every time. Can I be honest with you for a second? All right. I thought you were going to say being comfortable wearing um, T-shirts. I see that too. Because I was ready to like respond to that. And then you hit me with the, just very good at the intro now. I um, I decided, you know what? We've been doing it for so long. I'm just going to speed it up. I'm not going to, the episode number is too clunky. I fuck it up every time. So I'm just going to streamline it. Ah, that's what it is. The episode number was a big hurdle before for a while and i was like all right people are probably sick of me going i think episode uh this and whatever who cares just another episode but also do you remember early on it, it wasn't even the episode number necessarily it was also just beginning it was a, it was a little bit it, yeah. it was harder yeah it was a little rougher but i'm seasoned now we've been going for what like two years now maybe at least one one and a half something like that i think i dramatically overshot it when i said two. i think one and a half yeah whatever we've been at it for a bit so i'm getting a little more comfortable um so i got breaking news oh you ready yep it's not going to be as big as i'm making it out to be i'm back at the gym ah. yep yep went today i signed up at the ymca right next to my work so i just go after work go home well, there you go. All right. Yep. They've got all the amenities. It's got a pool, sauna, basketball court, squash court. I got to get back to my roots. I'm going to pamper myself now that I'm an old, almost 31-year-old man. It's sure. time for me to join a gentleman's club. So what's the, uh, what's the plan or what's the routine you're doing? The bro workout. I'm just going to go hit chest try, back by, legs, repeat get comfortable again back to powerlifting why start off with the bro stuff uh just to lose a little weight look a little better and uh with the powerlifting i think i have a hard time limiting myself to the amount of weight i should be doing versus what i feel like i can do which is what i think i did when we first got back into it and we're talking about it i had like this thought in my head where, oh i can lift this it's good it's fine but not thinking, oh, my body's not used to lifting that heavy. Probably shouldn't do that. And I don't think I have the ability to hold myself back and not do that. So starting with the bro stuff. Well, um, from my perspective, you, you just described what I did accidentally coming back from Sumba. Uh, went to the gym, I don't know, five or six days ago. Okay. and did squats and uh with, i was with tika and i was telling her oh, we should start light we should start light but for me personally no no i'll just no. do exactly what you said i 
yeah. worked up to nothing really heavy, but it was, it was too heavy and my legs were just wrecked and they still are kind of, I tried to squat again yesterday. It just wasn't going to happen. Um, yeah. Just overdid it. It's that, uh, ego thing. Uh, I still got it. Yeah. Yeah, like we make fun of dads, like when they throw a football or a baseball for the first time in a while. Oh yeah. I still got it. I could have played for the Yankees, but I blew my fucking arm out. You know, we're starting to, see that in our personal lives yo this guy um one of my friends here he's a very experienced bodybuilder so he he does different workouts than we do he does the bro stuff but he's been at it for a long time he looks amazing super consistent and he told me a long time ago like if you take some time off even a week you, you gotta you gotta go back to it slow and i remember thinking well that sounds smart I'm never going to follow that advice. Fuck and that. I, have, that. I have completely gone against that. I don't know, five, six, seven times since he told me that, like take a month or two off, go back, squat and deadlift heavy and feel awful for a week. I, I do it every single time. Yeah. And it's like, why would I trust this guy who looks yeah. uh, amazing? I would pay an infinite amount of money to look like this guy. So clearly he knows what he's doing. Why would I listen to this fuck when I know personally I could lift this? Yep, exactly. How and there's stupid. Yeah, and there is a certain amount of disrespect for his knowledge because he's a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that the 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 powerlifting perspective is just that we're smarter and those bodybuilding guys, maybe they look great, but they're not doing what's really right. They don't and, get the strength uh, stuff. They know, yeah. they wouldn't understand. No, every single group like that thinks their group is better. Like with weightlifting, it's like powerlifting. Oh, crossfitters are shitty. Crossfitting is so dumb. Bodybuilding. Oh, that's dumb. But they're all saying the same shit. Same with martial arts. Judo. Oh, jujitsu? That's not nearly as good as jujitsu. Then jujitsu guys are saying the exact opposite about judo. Whatever group you are currently in, it's better than the opposite. It'll always be like that. Yeah, it reminds me of like the the gaming console wars back Ooh, when it was like Xbox thing. and PS2 and GameCube or what? Oh, it's still a thing. Okay, yeah. So it's like you, you get whichever one you get, unless you're lucky to have all of them. But anyway, you get whichever one you get, and then you have to always justify it to yourself. So part of justifying that decision is kind of shitting on the other one, even yeah. if some part of you secretly kind of says, "Well, that, that one's that one's pretty cool." You got to be like, no, this is this is the right one. I made the right choice. I did not make a mistake to, to try to make yourself feel better. I think I used to be like that with Apple products to a cringe worthy level. Mm. Oh, PC sucks. Oh, blah, blah. And now I don't like Apple products at all. Like I have the iPhone, but like I'll never get an Apple computer. But I was like, just it was the people with the strong opinions that I hate now. I was that guy with Apple products. Yeah. And tribalism. I hate myself for it. I hate myself for it. Yeah, tribalism. Just uh yeah. strength in numbers. Just believe in something strongly. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, no more of that. I'm an adult now. My brain's fully formed. No more of that. <laughs> um, so you hurt yourself at the gym, but you did try to go back and you have gone back since you overdid it. 
we're yeah. both. It's funny how okay. we both got back into it around the same time. Mm. This week. It is interesting. Yeah. Our cycles are sinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've been, uh, I, I think... I think I took a little inspiration from you, actually, because you started kind of turning it around before me. Um, you were kind of starting the diet again and feeling better at least a week and a half or two weeks ago. Yeah. And then uh, I think that rubbed off on me a little bit. I kind of wanted to do better once I got back here. So it was only a couple of days before I went back to the gym and I've been I've been eating well again, too. So, yeah, here we go again. That's good. Now you're finally in a spot where you're nailed down for a while and you know you can start a routine and not have to break it in a few days. That's right. See, I'm pretty proud of myself because COVID kind of broke my routine. I was running again and trying to get in better shape. Then I got COVID and I felt like shit for a couple of weeks, but right back at it with the YMCA. There we go. I'm at the YMCA, so it's like a fucking... It's legit, but I feel like I'm going to get some looks because I'm deadlifting tomorrow. Oh, okay. But I'm going to go light, but it's back and by day, and I got to throw in the deadlifts. I can't not. You going to make use of that sauna? Oh, yeah, I did today. That's yeah. going to be like a daily thing when I go. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit jealous of that. My gym's got a sauna, but it's been broken since we signed up about a year ago <laughs> that is literally never getting fixed yeah probably and, not and that's the worst they got a sauna i think i'm gonna take advantage of the swimming pool swim yeah. some laps they got it how all. long are you gonna spend there you're gonna you're gonna be there for a few hours every day or what's going on no 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 so that's gonna be like a, i'll switch it up if i'm just going there to swim i'll go there to swim i'll go there to lift mm. i'm going to lift but sauna is always going to be included because as a fat guy, I'm thinking that's going to help me cut the weight quicker, even though I know it's really not. But in my head, it will because I'm sweating. So I'm going in. I'll just let you continue that delusion. Then I won't say anything. Yeah, no, I know it's not. But it also does feel good. You know, it's just it's nice to get it there. Yeah, well, I, w I don't even want to start on it. But there's the whole scientific benefits of sauna stuff. I don't even, I don't even know about it. But this will just a lot of people. It'll turn into the Joe Rogan experience exactly. if we start talking about how great saunas are. So I was exactly. bow hunting the other day, and uh, this elk meat. Have you had elk meat? Uh, it makes my testosterone go up, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking spiking right now. Um, even talking about it. So we're actually going to be good about this segment here. I figured this would be a good point to transition to that. Mm. Um, so relationship advice is a thread on Reddit. Me and Kyle both follow, not for relationship advice, but just to read other people's train wreck stories. If you haven't been following along, we started reading a post. Each of us pick a post each week, and then we read that and react to it. So that is the segment, Reddit, relationship advice. Kyle, floor is yours. Yeah, and I was thinking we don't have any rules for this segment about which posts we pick or anything. And I think sometimes they're going to be really serious ones we'll have opinions about. Sometimes they'll be kind of funny. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really know why I picked this one exactly, but let, let, me, let me hear your thoughts, Chris. Okay. The title. My girlfriend keeps bringing up her past relationship slash sexual experiences. I have been in this situation before. Me too. It is 
the fucking worst. Carry on, please. I think this is why I picked it because yeah, it kind of like struck a nerve with me, and yeah. I think it's very relatable. I'm already pissed. Um, all right, text. On our third date, my now girlfriend told me that she had eight bodies before me. That's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> that's the that's the kid slang. What's your body count? Yeah, that's I don't like that. We're that's past weird. it. We're we're still notches at the bedpost kind of guys. We're not <laughs> body count. <laughs> that's right. Uh, she told me that she had eight notches on her bedpost before me. Thank you. And, Thank you for she... <laughs> bringing it up to date. And she asked me for mine, so I told her I only had two. Not a huge deal, but she's just turned 19 and I turned 20 tomorrow. So I thought it was a little high for someone our age. I don't care that she has a sexual past, but I don't like to know very much about that stuff. Since then, there have been several times where she said stuff about her past in a way that makes me really uncomfortable. And yes, part of it is me comparing myself to her past. But I feel like most people don't want to know sexual past in detail. Sometimes she'll bring up stories of her ex that aren't sexual and I don't like thinking about her ex, but I like to know about her. So it's no big deal. It gets awkward for me when she says something like big dicks hurt. Oh, no, 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 no. That's awful. That's no, because you know, that's her way of saying, no, yours is like the perfect size. It doesn't. Oh, oh no, dude. That's the and last... hey, in parentheses right after that, I'm pretty average, but I'm not worried about that. Okay. At least he's confident in it because that, that could yeah. kill a man right there. Oh, it's the fucking worst. <laughs> that could kill a man. I don't like him too big. Yours is perfect. Oh, oh really? Is it? Is it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. You just never want to hear about anything bigger than yours. No, no. Even if they are telling the truth, which yep. they're not. They're but, not. Dude. Oh, you know, yours is. Yours is like perfect length. It's not like too big. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Don't. I never. I never want to be with a guy with a big dick. It's no. yeah. Oh, oh fuck dude. you. Yeah. Dude. You bitch. Oh god. Uh, Shout out all to right. the white guys listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, okay. <clears throat> and that just makes me think about her having sex with past guys when she talks about big dicks hurting. <laughs> um, the one that really made me uncomfortable was when about two or three weeks into our relationship, we were getting in the mood and she asked if I wanted to, if I wanted her to give me a BJ. And before I could answer, she said, guess how many guys said I gave the best BJs? Oh my God. Yeah. Relationship over there, say bye bye. Bye. I immediately said, I don't want to know. But she Ugh. kept going and said that five out of the eight guys said uh, that she's been with said she gave the best BJs. Here's my take on that. That's like the uh, nine out of 10 dentists recommend Colgate. <laughs> okay. You asked 10 dentists and you paid nine of them. Yeah. And what percentage of guys are going to tell whatever girl that's sucking their dick that she's amazing at it? Probably 100%. You know what stops if you say the opposite? Yeah. Yeah. There it there is. There you go. So hats off to you. You got a participation award. Congratulations, whore. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, <laughs> I thought that was in the post. No, we don't sex shame on this podcast. We don't. I want to. That was my own commentary. Sorry. <laughs> okay. No, no. Um, I, I don't know. I shouldn't stop for an aside like this, but I mean, I I got no problem with promiscuity. Big fan of it, but um, there is something off-putting about the way she's doing it like this like being this proud of certain things and kind of it's actually not even like being proud of it it's kind of like holding it over someone's head like in a way it's making it a competition if, if yeah. you've been lifting for a while and you're like guess how many people said i i squat a lot and you're talking to someone who doesn't it just it just seems very unsavory i feel like this may sound sexist may not i don't know um I feel like that's predominantly a guy thing, typically, where, oh, I had sex first. I, you know, I've had sex with this many people. It's always like a competition, especially with guys, I feel. Like the person that has sex the first time or, you know, has the most, has the better luck with girls, people look at them like, oh, he's a cool guy. I I can't say I ever... (laughs) experienced anything like that like with my friend group or or anyone i was talking to but it does you see that in the media anyway have you had that experience personally with friends or no i mean it's always like i feel like guys that's something that they even lie about when they're younger like oh yeah like i've had such this many people just to seem like the cooler dude yeah yeah i uh i think i was the last one to lose my virginity in my immediate friend group and uh i definitely felt Probably insecure would be the right word, but just like, ah, I want to get this over with. That, that, was, that was the thing for me for a little while. Yeah, just so you can say you did it. Yeah. You know, relate to the people that also have. Yeah, that weird. It's a weird thing. And this, I guess I'm trying to like articulate what, what I'm feeling about this too right away. Like, it's a weird thing to brag about regardless of gender say you're about to lick your girlfriend's pussy and you're just like wait a lot of girls told me i'm great at this way to not sugarcoat it at all you weren't like soft with it you were just like this is what i'm (laughs) yeah you went for it i applaud you yeah like hey girlfriend guess how many girls said i'm really good at licking pussies it's just it's totally out of context it's it's tone deaf i feel like it's an immature thing to do no one cares no one cares and especially when you're mentioning like your past relationships with your current relationship, it just makes the other person feel uncomfortable. And you said you had dealt with this like I have. Oh, well, hold off, hold off. We got to finish. Okay, okay. But yes, you're on the, you're on the same track as I am. Uh, okay, she, she said that five out of the eight guys, five out of the eight dentists recommend her sucking their dicks. <laughs> they, they prefer her toothpaste as far as harder control goes. <laughs> What she said, coupled with the fact that we were about to have sex, really turned me off and made me uncomfortable. Some people will say it's my own insecurity and probably a little, but just saying get over it doesn't help. Besides that, though, how do I talk to her about how I may not care that she has a sexual past, but I don't want to hear about it, uh, that I don't want to hear about. Anytime I say anything close, like if there's something I like, wait, what? Anytime, Anytime I say anything close, like if there's something I like, I won't even say my ex did this or I had fun with this in the past. I try to say 
it like, I want to try this with you, or this would be fun to do with you. Yeah, that's smart. Um, That's the way you should handle it. This was a half rant, but half looking for advice because I love this girl and I don't want to make her feel insecure with talking to me, but I need to figure out a way to tell her I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You got to start and just say, hey, listen, I don't like when you bring up your exes because I think that's what I did in that past relationship. I don't want to hear about it. It's too much. I, I really don't care. And it's just awkward for me. And if it doesn't stop after you make that request, then you got to start thinking about other options. How did that go down? And, and, and were you getting the same type of information this guy is or what was going on? No, not to that extent, but just always like, oh, I remember when this person did this. Like, oh, it's funny you did that. They also did this. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't to that extent. And it could be awkward because the person who this is also listens to this podcast. So shout out you. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> so when you when you gave that feedback, it was well received and well taken. Yeah, it, 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 it took time, but it definitely went away after a while so that was good but i I feel like it's not like that in most situations i had this kind of internal conflict with this same exact thing not exactly the same but um and i I like that he makes the distinction too because he says um it's the sexual stuff that bothers him he doesn't mind if exes get brought up in other contexts um and I, I'm the same pretty much. But I remember I had this internal conflict where I was thinking like, well, honesty is so important to me in relationships, transparency. Like, I really want to know her. She wants to know me. I feel like we should talk about everything. But then things come up and you just don't want to hear it. So it's, it, that, that is very confusing, isn't it? Have you ever had that kind of internal conflict? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's tough because you're saying you don't want to hear this, but you also value complete honesty. I feel like there's a difference between, you know, sharing inf- time and a place. Just because you're not always sharing, it doesn't mean you're not being completely honest, but time and a place. Right. Sexual situations, say it again, time and place. That's not the place, nor the time. Yeah, I guess there's there's a huge difference between being in a mood and environment and context where you're ready for that type of discussion and uh, when you're just when you're ready to get your dick sucked and you're not ready to hear about other guys. <laughs> yeah. That's that, yeah, that's yeah. More the place. It's just there's like speaking about past relationships. I mean, if you're talking about you know, working through something like a habit that you got into while you're in that relationship, maybe like a toxic trait about them. I don't know. Just that's when it's appropriate. I feel not like, Oh, this person's dick was too big. Yeah. Yours feels way better because it's like not intrusive. It's like, okay. <laughs> intrusive. Yeah. I didn't know what better term to put there. It's so perfect for dicks because they are literally intruding. Yeah, but not that intrusive. It's there, but it's not there, you know? 
Yeah, it's not um, it's not rearranging things like my ex's was. Yeah, you're hitting <laughs> a couple of the walls, not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good, honey. Yeah, that's no, good, no, babe. I like that's it. Good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So time and place. Yeah, and I, I think when you said immature, I think that was a big part of it too. Because that's still important to them for some reason. Or not only that, but um maybe it's the lack of the lack of foresight and also also the lack of empathy because i'm thinking two things here it's like one this type of stuff is going to bother a lot of people both men and women yeah. both men and women can feel uh, uncomfortable hearing about their partner's exes um if you're not well well great for you but you have to understand that a lot of people are. So a disclaimer at sometimes, if you wanted to talk about that thing, maybe permission, like, Hey, do you mind if I talk about this or just reading the room, right time and right place. But then also the thing that a lot of people suffer from, or, or they don't suffer, the other people are the ones that suffer. It's total lack of empathy. And this has gotten me so many times where the, the person I'm with or whatever, they'll say this type of thing. And I'll just think to myself, like, would you want to hear the same thing from me? Yeah. You know, empathy, right? If, if, the, if the situation was reversed exactly, would you be happy with me saying that? And the answer is no. Because, yeah. Chris, let me finish. I'm a vengeful person. And this is something I've done a few times. I can't remember the exact situation. I kind of wish I could. But it's, this has happened in a couple situations for me where something will get said maybe about an ex. I don't remember exactly what, but I'll just like, and this, this comes down to my own problems because I'm, I'm not great at communication in these cases. And it's like, I feel like I shouldn't get mad about this. This is not something I should get mad about, but it sticks in my head. Yeah. And I just think, can I make her feel the same thing? So I'll kind of hold on to it. You're a spiteful and I'll, son of a bitch. I'm a spiteful son of a bitch. And I'll wait for the same, I'll, I'll wait for a situation in which I can say the same type of thing and then I'll try it out. And then sometimes it doesn't go over so well because guess what? Bad form. Yeah. I feel like I have done that in the past, but I cannot remember a time in recent memory. I've done that maybe in past mm -hmm. relationships, but not in the one that I'm currently in. And maybe that's a sign that I'm in a great relationship. Well, hopefully it's a sign that you guys have kind of figured out what's comfortable and what's not after yeah. years. Right. Yeah, and I feel like me as a husband, the last thing I want to do is start a fight. <laughs> I hate fighting. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to take that, like, is this worth spending the next couple of hours talking about it, or can I move on? <laughs> so I think I've just weighed the whole... I've looked at the scale. I've read the numbers. I got the flow charts. Not that not worth the three hours I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose if we have to figure this out. It's such a an old husband. Yeah, dude, method. I'm aging. I'm I mean, I'm aging. You know, I'm 31 in like seven days. I'm aging. Reminds me of Everybody Loves Raymond. You used to watch that show? No, but actually, Raymond was on a. I don't know why I called him Raymond. He was on a <laughs> podcast that I listened to, and he was actually pretty funny. So I was like, eh, maybe I should check it out. Yeah. There was, there was that one and there was another one that was kind of similar. I forget which one that was, but uh, it's just this 
I think I think a lot of sitcoms these days are, are kind of like that. It's kind of this, this stereotypical weak man, husband. Yeah, the weak, battered down husband, like okay, dear, and and then the wife is just mad about everything. Married and, with children. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And something will come up, and and you can tell the guy is like, he's not happy about it, but he just kind of swallows it because he doesn't want to have to deal with that confrontation. Yeah. And just to be clear, I don't have to do that a lot. <laughs> Are you doing it right now? <laughs> because you don't want to have a three-hour talk later. <laughs> I just want it to be fully understood. That's all. Yeah. I, it's not something that happens often. Yeah. It's almost like a pick your battles type thing. Mm. And almost analyzing it before you act on it. So when you do that spiteful thing, you're acting out of emotion immediately. If you don't act out of emotion, you think about it. Is it worth even being mad over? No. Yeah, but sometimes you don't have that choice. I think I've gotten to a point where I always have that choice. Really? Yes. I always take a step back and think about it. This could be be because I used to have serious anger issues back in the day. I feel like I don't have those anymore. It's not something I worked out in therapy. Just something that I've worked out over time. Ah, well, either you're more evolved than I am or uh, or you've like like I was guessing you guys understand each other and, and she's not she's not hitting too deep. Yeah. I'm sure there's something she could say that would make you pretty pissed off. She did mention my hair was thinning the other day and I was not happy about that. And it was Ooh. unintentional. We were watching That's, that Jer- makes it worse. We were watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Oh, I love the reality TV. I love the smut. And the situation had dyed his hair blonde. And I went, I'm going to dye my hair blonde. She went, if you put bleach in your hair, it would fall out. Mm. And, you know, she's right. And I think that's why it hurts so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? And, you know, typical, like, I'm going to bring this back up in 15 minutes and see if she really meant it. Just because you're trying to, like, validate in your head, like, no, she didn't mean it like that. Your hair doesn't look that bad. You know then, what I'm saying? And, and then she was like, no, I just because, you know, bleach is bad. It'll make your hair fall out. So you did bring it up 15 minutes later. I sure did. Yeah. A few ah, times. A few so it's stuck in there. It's stuck in there. Yes. But I, I needed that clarification. How serious yeah. were you when you said that? How concerned should I be? And see, this is this is the perfect situation to analyze because that's so annoying because she 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 took her bet back. When she well, says, she didn't really take it back. She still stood by it. No, but but that's different. That's two different statements. She said, if you put bleach in your hair, your hair would fall out. And now she's generalizing, well, well be- bleach is bad for everybody's hair. Does that mean everybody's hair would fall out with bleach or not? Well, no, she was saying that because I do have thin hair. Mm. Even when I had a good hairline and I was younger, my hair was always very thin. Okay. Smooth, silky, but it's come back. to oh, Beautiful. Yeah. So she wasn't taking her bet back saying what happened to everyone because of my hair type. Likely it wouldn't go well. Now, how did that change your feelings? Because it sounds like it just kind of confirmed what you were upset about. So as a guy with receding hairlines and hair loss, it's something that affects 
a majority of men and mm. it it really does hit you and it's something that a lot of guys worry about it's something that i've come to accept you know i i see some situations and i say i'm blessed to have made it to 31 with what i have currently sure because it's not awful it's not great it's not awful at all and i've and i've accepted that and you know, I, I have accepted that I'm going to go bald eventually. I have accepted that my hairline is not what it used to be. It hurts hearing. It's something I've accepted, but it's something that, although I've accepted it, I still deny it sometimes. I can still sometimes convince myself that's not going to happen. But I always end up back at the same spot of accepting. And hearing that in the moment, I questioned my acceptance of it. Makes sense. Yeah. And I was a little bit of a ramble, but that's, that's what it is. Also no, for it the was people good. on YouTube, I'm not naked. These are just shorts that wrote up a bit. No, it was good. And it also made me think that, um, you have your own insecurities, the, the own thing, the things you worry about yourself, but hearing them from other people is, is what bothers you. Yeah. Um, and it also makes my spiteful mind go off mm-hmm. because let's say I got a comment like that. I mean, let, let's be fair. It's not a super aggressive comment at all. It wasn't intended to hurt no. at all. But my spiteful mind would say, was that really empathetic? What she just said, would she like it if I said something like that to her? And I would probably start writing in my own mind. What's the perfect amount of, uh, what what kind of comment could I say to her like that? You because wait till the next time she's eating a meal and go, you sure you want to eat that much? It's kind of something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. bad, though. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. I, I know it's bad. I know it's fucked up, but it just feels like people have to be taught. Like, it's just you think stupid. you're teaching them a lesson? That's it. Yeah. Doing? Yeah. Welcome to the school of hard knocks, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm your professor, Doubly <laughs> Kyle. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, bitch. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And I'm sure a lot of people have that spiteful mindset. But next time you think you should be spiteful, take some time, analyze the situation. Guarantee when you take the time, you're not going to say that spiteful thing. Yeah, well, I think, I don't know. It's I've It's been a long time for us, too, me and Tika. Um, that type of thing. Did happen. I did. I did that with her a couple times. I was definitely an asshole a couple times. Yeah. Um, but it seems like it's kind of the same situation you have with, with regard to. I think we've learned what upsets each other. Um, Weight, hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, like we definitely went through the period where she said it to me at least once, and I said it to her at least once. Like I don't want to hear that. Um, about exes, and I, I don't even remember what it was about. I think in the context of uh, for us, it was always it was a um, it was about comparisons, um, and sometimes it would even be negative comparisons. Because have you ever had the situation where, let's say, your partner says, "Oh, you're so much better than my ex with this. He 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 sucked at that," and that kind of makes you feel good, but the opposite would make you feel bad. Yeah, you know I'm talking about yeah. yeah. I think we both kind of had this awareness that 
well, that is nice, but it's probably better just avoid comparisons altogether. Like, I don't want to hear about the, I don't want to hear about how he was better than me in any way. So I'd rather not hear that I'm better than him too. Um, Cause sometimes if, if it's all positive feedback, you think this can't be right. Like you start not believing it. That too. Yeah. That too. Like you're just pumping my tires. Yeah. And there was, there was a couple situations where she said something and it just didn't feel right. It's like, Hey, I'd rather not hear that. And, and she did the same back to me, and it might have been as a result of my spite. I can't remember exactly, but it might have been one of those times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's just a way of escalating the situation rather than solving the situation. That's yeah. why I always avoid it, because what's going to happen when you say that? Nothing but a negative reaction. What's going to elicit a positive, positive reaction? Telling them how you feel about that. And then them understanding and then not doing it again. I want to go off on a rant. Floor is yours. This might be, this might be totally wrong. And my, my previous partners and my current one might say this is bullshit. But I feel like I am. Oh, this is going to sound awful. I think I'm extremely sensitive and considerate and empathetic almost to a fault where I'm, I'm really careful about what I say. And I, I, I wish I could remember back. Of course, I can't see everything I say from a, from a third party perspective. There's no way I could objectively judge that, but I'm very careful not to say things that could hurt feelings or, or trigger someone. So I feel like a couple times I've had to take the role of like teacher. Um, and if it's always me saying, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't say this. It makes me feel this way. You shouldn't say this and, and never the other way, because I never make that mistake. It's like, I mean, I'm in the role of teacher. It's like, I, I think the spite thing is I want to get down in the mud. I want to even things out. I don't want to be the guy that's always too sensitive and, and, and never making them feel that way. Does that make sense? So I want you to not take offense to this. Yeah. Do you think that comes from a place of arrogance? The way I feel about this type of conversation is the correct way to feel about this conversation. And you should be where I am. I am correct. <laughs> Maybe from a place of arrogance. But if we're to if we're to equal people, Chris, yeah. and every single day you you say, "Hey, you look fat today," <laughs> and and I and I just say, "Chris, you look great." Is it arrogant to say that I'm nicer than you? No. No. But we've know. talked it, about how we appreciate right. the honesty. We You're appreciate right, the a, honest, yeah. hey, I think you gained a little weight, need to lose some. You say you want that kind of interaction rather than, oh, dude, you look at, wow, you're looking jacked. It's like, no, dude, I've gained 40 pounds. Not good pounds. You want that real from that person. And I'm not saying that this isn't me taking the side of you should always compare your partner, especially during sex. 
This is just me saying, like, I don't know what I'm saying. You're just calling me arrogant. No, but like, up. <laughs> that was just me trying to start some conversation because I, I do agree with you, but it all depends on what that other person is used to as far as what's okay and what's not. Because maybe, maybe in previous relationships, it was okay to hear that and that person liked hearing those comparisons. That too. You're right. You are right. It could be it's like just, a learned thing. Just to make it absolutely clear, the, the, the thing I'm talking about specifically is you shouldn't say something to someone if they could say exactly the same thing back to you and piss you off. Completely agree. That's basically what I'm saying. And I've encountered that situation more times than I can care to count. Okay. So when you put um, it like that way, that sounds completely reasonable. It's just, it's just thoughtless. It's just like, yeah, inconsiderate. Yeah, yeah, you're not taking the other person's feelings into account at all. Oh, they can handle it, whatever. But when it gets said to you, it's a big fucking deal. I, I, I'm going to be sexist, too. Uh-oh. I think that's... Put this uh, at the intro, by the way. I'm going to be sexist, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> I'm going to make a supercut of arrogant, sexist. <laughs> yeah. You, Kyle, um, you sound arrogant. I'm going to be sexist, too. <laughs> That's it, dude. <laughs> That's good. That's I remember good. that. <laughs> no, uh, I think it's... Um, I think women don't deal with negative feedback nearly as much as men do. I think they get away with far more especially outside of relationships because yeah, men just get punished for saying the wrong thing, especially in, in, in early dating phases or, or, or just social settings, things of that nature. A, a man says the wrong thing, hurts somebody's feelings or says something clumsy. And it feels like he gets punished a lot more. Whereas women, a lot of the time, especially if they're attractive and people around them are, are trying to date them or trying to get them attracted to them. Women can say the worst things and, and men just say, ha ha ha. You know what I'm talking about? They just, I, they just get away with a lot of shit. I saw a clip from a comedian and I don't remember his name and I'm going to butcher the bit, but it was more along the lines of I show up to a date and a girl says she's a wicked. She practices witchcraft. I just kind of sit there and go, ha ha ha. So when did you start doing this stuff? And you start asking questions. If I show up to the date, say I'm a wizard, that date's over. Exactly. I saw the, a clip of this like three days ago. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so they need teachers. Clip that after the sexist part. <laughs> they need teachers. <laughs> I think well, I'm just going to say no comment. Well, regardless, we got a lot out of that Reddit comment. That was a nice yeah. one, or the thread. Yeah, no, that was a very good one. Did you take a look at the comments at all? Because you didn't I send didn't. me the thread. I didn't no, I, I should have. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look real quick. I mean, well, actually, we didn't even really answer the question, did we? Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> we just kind of talked <laughs> about the situation. Was it what should well, I do? <laughs> yeah, he said it was kind of a half rant, half looking for advice, like. Ha I need to figure out a way to tell her I don't want to hear it. I kind of answered his own question, right? 
So first thing he's got to do is tell her he doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. Next thing he's got to do, if she doesn't take his boundary into consideration, go to the Kyle method. Be spiteful as fuck. Say it right back. You don't get as wet as my last that's girl. Right. Oh, yeah. that's nice. We should use but then lube. I've never had to do this before. No, 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 no. You have to do the same exact thing. You have to say like, <sighs> you know, my last girl was a squirter. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, glad you're not a squirter like my last girl because oh, my sheets were ruined every time. Yeah, yeah. You you have to put it in a positive way, but in that way that they can have doubt. Yeah, right. I think the less laundry, the better, if you ask me. And then go off exactly. about the laundry for a bit, so she can't like react right away, and she can think about it. Exactly. Take the spike. And then the uh, third thing you got to do is after you guys fight about the spite method and she keeps doing it, then you got to leave. Bye-bye. Yeah, I, I, well, I think um, this type of conversation uh, with – they're young. What, they say 19 and 20? Yeah. That type of conversation is going to reveal a lot about both of them. Um, and – the one response that I would absolutely hate if I'm him is, oh, it's not a big deal. Why, why are you so upset? You know, yeah. That like, is... It doesn't matter if it's not a big deal to you. Not really yeah. understanding the other person whatsoever or caring about how they feel about a certain situation because that place of arrogance I was talking about earlier, the situation that you think is right, I mean, the outcome of that situation you think is right is the only way. Is that gaslighting, by the way, when someone does that? I think so. I think that's the definition. Yeah, when you're just like, oh, you're too sensitive. It's not a big deal. It's Yeah, it's, yeah, it's dismissing their reality. Dismissing saying, it or even yeah. like kind of taking a problem they have with you and putting it on them. The reason yeah. why you do this is because they do that. I think. Yeah. I, th- I think we've had this conversation before. We've tried to define gaslighting. We defined it. For sure we have. Before. Of course we forgot. <laughs> but yeah that's that's the that's the reaction you're not going to be happy to hear and that's the reaction you're gonna you're gonna want to reconsider things I, I there's only one correct way to go about it yeah you say when you say things like this especially in this context it makes me feel this way or i feel this way yeah there wasn't that is something else we've talked about too is um how to phrase these things, right? So you yeah. shouldn't you shouldn't say it's her fault. You should say sometimes when you've said things like this, I've I've felt this way. Could you not when you're about to blow me talk about the other guys you've blown? Yeah. It doesn't even seem that hard, right? No. But uh, <laughs> and well, then, it won't be if she brings it up again. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do they do they do they adjust or not? Because if not. The, the worst thing is kind of setting a boundary like that. And then someone continues to, to break it. And um, it's really easy when you give advice to say, oh, well, you got to stand up for yourself. You got to leave. But I think a lot of people have been in the situation where they've set a boundary and then the person's gone over it and you stay. And that just goes into very bad places. And that's why they say you shouldn't in those situations. They're um, habitual line steppers. Exactly. Yeah. What's that from? 
Oh, uh, Chappelle show. Yeah, you're a habitual liar. Charlie Murphy. Stepper. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I agree. It's a lot easier said than done. Like, just leave, bro. It's not always, that's not always the case. Have you ever had that, by the way? Where you just let someone keep doing it and doing it and doing it? Yeah. Probably with my first girlfriend. Yeah, just a complete lack of respect or care. Yeah. It's like, okay. But you stay in the loop for so long, and then you just kind of eventually say, no mas. And this was already after you had told her specifically that this behavior is, I don't like this, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it continued. Oh, yeah. Man, that's the worst. I had that, and I felt so weak. Yeah. Because um, it was one thing specifically. Um, I fucking I'll say it. It would be in, in text conversations where she would make whatever joke um, and then I would joke back and sometimes she would just say fuck you like with no with no like ha 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 or anything yeah just just fuck you and then not respond for several hours directly after that yeah you're just uh, like following the vibe making the same joke back like yeah. similar impact like just banter Yep. So it seemed like the behavior was specifically designed to make me insecure. Um, that's the feeling I got. And I think that was probably correct. But um, did it work? I said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I said that don't don't say something like that and then disappear for hours. I, I feel this way. And uh, so, OK, sorry. But then she did it again. And uh, there was there was that moment in my head like I should I should leave. That's like next uh, level mind games right there. Like you say something just joking around and they mm. make it seem like it's serious. And then just leaving you in mental turmoil for the next oh, couple yeah. of hours just to say, oh, yeah. sorry, I was doing this. Just to make Not you fun. think like you fucked up. Oh, dude, that's brutal. Yeah. And, and I accepted it a couple of times. Um, even after I said, don't do that again. And uh and like I said, there's that moment in my in my head where I'm like, this is this should be the end. I know this should be the end, but maybe she'll change. Yeah. And the, and and by doing that and accepting it, I just weakened myself so much. Just felt like a little bitch. Yeah. Then you get used to it. You think that's the normal, and that's where these learned behaviors come from that you carry on in the next relationship. You just fall into a pattern of failure. Are you talking about me right now? No, 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 no. I'm just saying people (laughs) in general. These things that you hate, you learn to accept and they become learned behaviors and you think that's the norm. So you just accept it going forward. You were good and you broke out of that. You don't accept that anymore. It doesn't happen to you anymore. Uh, uh So the people that fall into that rut think it's normal. Yeah. And um, you'll see that on these on these Reddit posts some of them are so brutal brutal where it's like i just discovered my wife's cheating on me i confronted her about it she told me yeah so what what should i do yeah (laughs) some of them are like clearly these people have been trampled over for a long time they have no sense of strength or or boundaries whatsoever. Yeah. And, and the, the entire uh, community is just telling me you got to leave, but, but they can't. And I, I think that's a consequence of, of what we're talking about is when you fail to stand up for yourself repeatedly, you just become a doormat. Yeah. 
And always the top comment on those threads is like, you don't need Reddit. You need a lawyer. Uh, Save yeah. any conversation you have. Yeah. Like everyone becomes like a fucking paralegal and it gets yep. them prepped to talk to a lawyer. Did you ever see that meme where it's like, hit the gym, delete <laughs> Facebook, hire a lawyer? <laughs> no. That was, yeah, I don't know if it was relationship advice or it was another forum, but every single post that was what they'd say <laughs> delete facebook hit the gym hire a lawyer for every relationship problem <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant it kind of works yeah uh, good life advice in general yeah that might have been from like shitty pro shitty life hacks that's a good thread too Could be. <laughs> shitty life hacks it's just like the stupidest shit and makes zero sense it doesn't help people's lives at all Oh, so it's a, I don't think I've seen that one, but I understand now it's ironic. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I'll have to look, I'm going to look at that tonight. I'm going to go on a deep dive of shitty life hacks. So did you find the thread? I know you were looking for the comments. I didn't. Okay. I could though. No, I mean, give, give, give me just a minute. Talk about something else for a sec. Just, just a minute. Um, so went to the gym today. And um, within an hour of me being there, I saw my first dick. Oh, yeah, it's an it's an old person's club, like the YMCA. That's all like old guys and old guys at gyms. They refuse to wear clothes, so that's what happened. The second How I was in the sauna, someone followed me. Dick. He wasn't wearing a towel. No, he was sitting on a towel. And I was just uh, in a shirt and shorts. So his dick was just out. Yeah. Yep. What a man. Yeah. I think you get to an age where you do not give a fuck. You've never had that experience at a gym where just two old guys are chatting. One leg up on the fucking bench. Dick's out. Just having a chat. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have. Yeah, you just get out of there. You just yeah, bye. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely not at that age yet, but I won't say that I won't get there. I won't rule it out. When do you think you're going to become that guy? Probably after kids. <laughs> I feel like that's when it comes for most. That's gotta. Once yeah, the new balances I... are on and you start really caring about your lawn, that's when the dick comes out full-time. Full-time? <laughs> yeah. Just whatever. It is what it is. I got bigger fish to fry. I couldn't find it. I found something similar, and it's. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty predictable stuff. Just yeah. tell her. Have the conversation. You got to talk to her about yeah. it. If she keeps doing it, you got to go. Get a lawyer. Delete Facebook. <laughs> yeah, the, the real gold in that one was was that uh, that we've had the same thing. And it must be so relatable. I'm sure a lot of people have had that. Yeah, I feel like a majority of the listeners will have had dealt with that at some point in the past. No, so that was a good one. Our whole episodes are becoming, like we're able to talk off these topics. So this, this segment is working very well. It's got legs. Yeah, I like it. All right. I feel like that's a pretty good point to wrap it up. You agree? Works for me. You concur? Yeah, I got to get to bed, work in the morning. Any closing words? 
Oh, I'm sleepy too. You just woke up. Yep. All right. This is life being bound to love.